What's up? This is the UCW heavyweight champion, Trey Matthew, the human highlight reel. And you're listening to the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast with Cody and Leo. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, W-Zero, Trey Matthews. Um, Episode was a lot of fun. Uh, As you can see, if you see us right now, you're watching the video, which is up on YouTube. And uh, we have the video of of the interview with him as well. Uh, If you're just listening, I suggest you check it out. Um, You can see some of his merch in the video. Uh, Pretty cool looking merch that we're hoping to get our hands on here soon. Along Uh, with a big, beautiful gold belt. Yeah, and he shows the UCW belt, which is a really good looking belt. So check that out. Um, A lot of things going on in the world today uh that we will probably touch on later you know like i i don't know if um if it's our place to to touch on um but we will probably have some guests in the future to to talk about all that uh this episode was recorded memorial day weekend um and so it's before all this this uh, different stuff was going on, but uh, really good episode. Uh, really excited for what Trey has going on. Um, give it a listen and check them out whenever it is that they do come back. I haven't seen anything lately for them, uh, but hopefully here soon because I think things are starting to ramp up. Yeah. Um, hopefully they get going. So. Uh, you got anything to add to that, Cody? No, just, um, you know, Trey's a local guy out of Salt Lake. He's been on the ups for a couple of years through UCW Zero, and um, he's, you know, kind of goes around the West Coast a little bit, but um, he's definitely a young guy that's just starting in the business, and um, he is definitely going to go on to some bigger things uh, when given the opportunity, so... If you don't know about him, look him up. Trey Matthews, yeah. human highlight reel. He's well worth the watch. Yep. Yeah, ch- check him out and uh, give it a listen. Give him a follow. Uh, he's got a pro wrestling tease up now. And like I said, his merch is, is top notch. It's good stuff. So yep. uh, make sure you get some of that. Uh, listen, subscribe, and stay unprofessional. Welcome, everybody, to the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. I'm Leo, as always, and I'm joined by my good buddy, Cody. Cody, how are you today? You know, I'm pretty awesome. So today we have a a very special guest. Um, He's actually the first person we've had from that promotion. There were uh, times when we were trying to get other people and, and it kind of fell through. Um, but not only is the is he the first person from this promotion, he's also their heavyweight champion. So without further ado, oh let me introduce you to the nice. human highlight reel, Trey Matthews. How's it going, guys? Good. Are you? Good. That's a pretty sweet looking belt too. I was going to oh, say dude. that. Honestly, like this is start this thing off. In my opinion, this is like. Not only just in Utah, but one of the best belts in like the whole independent scene. It's just a gorgeous belt. It is pretty dope. There is a lot of uh, 
and and not to knock anybody, right? But there are a lot of generic belts available to where they can put your promotion. That looks uh, pretty high quality. Yeah, here I'll bring it back up real quick. It's pretty. It's a pretty dang good looking belt. So you're the UCW Zero Heavyweight Champion. Glad yeah. to have you on. Yes. Um, how's it going? How you doing well, during this pandemic? It's going good, dude. Uh, just kind of, you know, luckily I'm a central worker, so I've been able to work the whole time, so that's been really nice. Um, kind of tired of not wrestling, though, so I went out and bought myself a ring. Now I'm just waiting for it to get here. Wow, where'd you do that? <laughs> I, uh, just, I, on, dude, just on, like, I went online and was just researching. I went to, um, I think it's called Monster Rings. It was like five grand. They're going to ship it out to me, though. It should be here this weekend, so I'm pretty... Pretty stoked about that, man. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, I, I, read, See, a, I Leo, read an article. We should buy a ring. We should no, buy a ring. we That's should only not five buy grand. a ring. <laughs> hey, and they have finance options. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, yeah. We I, I just paid off my car. I'm going to tell my wife, you know what? I just paid off the car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go get a wrestling ring. Dude, see, that sounds perfectly reasonable. <laughs> tell uh, everybody get started. Backyarders to. We're, we're too old, Cody. Stop. <laughs> Uh, hey, y'all can always come down and use mine. Have some fun. <laughs> there you go. So I, I did uh, read a, a article by uh, KSL, and it, it was featuring you. It was when WWE Raw came uh, to Salt Lake, uh, which yeah. which I was at. Um, we drove down during that blizzard, and, and it was actually a really fun show. Um, but one of the things that says on there, it says you train four days a week, and you watch 10 hours of wrestling. Yep, that's pretty pretty accurate. Um, whenever, like before this whole crazy pandemic hit, like I was at the UCW training school Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday at least. So at least four times a week. And then I watch Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW. Really, whatever's on, man, I'm watching. Nice. You sound, uh, you know, Cody does all that, and then he watches all the – the like uh championship wrestling from hollywood and arizona and stuff like that um i i'm more of a highlight guy lately just because there's so much content oh there's so dude there's so much content it's like my wife's always constantly staring at me like can you please watch something else (laughs) yeah yeah i get it there with you i i usually have to do it when everyone goes to bed you know my kids are into it so that's my excuse too though you know what i mean like kids want to watch it yeah kids want to watch it um so talk to me a little bit about how you got your start because you're still pretty young uh four years in the business 23 24 years old is that correct yeah i'm 23 and i've actually been doing shows for about four years but i started training when i was 16 so i went to an old uh a war show because chris masters and like robert you were going to be on the show and i'm a big chris masters fan i don't know why i just love the guy but uh Went to that show with my dad, and then after the show, I was just kind of walking around, like, asking anybody, like, hey, how do I get into this? How do I get into it? Because being a professional wrestler is the only thing I've ever wanted to do. Like, as a kid, that's my teachers would ask, that's all I've wanted to do. I haven't had any other sports or anything. Like, I played sports in high school just to, for something to do with my friends, but it was never something I seriously considered as a career. So... I ended up talking to Blake Grayson. He's a California guy, and he comes down and wrestles for UCW here and there. 
and he told me to talk to Jeff Orcutt because Orcutt was looking to train somebody. He had just got a ring. Him and uh, Mach Martinez had just got a ring, and they were looking to train somebody. So I talked to Orcutt, and it, he ended up training me completely for free for like three years until we moved over to UCW. Wow. So uh, you're you're there from the Salt Lake area, I assume? No, I live in Roy, dude. I live down north. I'm like 45 minutes away from Salt Lake. Oh, oh wow. okay. So um, did you go to UCW because it was the closest, or were you familiar with their work? Dude, I honestly, like, before I went there, I never watched a UCW show. I'd never even heard of it. I went because Orcutt was going, and Orcutt was my guy. So whoever he was going, I was going to go with him. So I got brought into UCW, thankfully, because of Orcutt. And how old were you when you started there? Uh, I think I was 19, 18 when I started at UCW because I was a senior in high school. And then a few months into my training there, um, some guy did a move to me wrong and tore my rotator cuff. Ooh. And so I had to get sol- shoulder surgery at freaking 19 years old. <laughs> Wow. So, so, how long did that put you on the shelf? Uh, dude, it was supposed to put me on the shelf for nine to twelve months, but I was back in four and a half. So, healed pretty quick. All right. So, back to your training. Uh, so once you got to the UCW training facility, how was the, how was the training regiment there, and who, who could you credit for like helping polish you up? Because to me, four years into the business, or at least four years working consistent matches i mean you live up to your legit name the human highlight reel oh thanks man i appreciate that um as far as who i can credit to giving me like polishing me up a lot it's kind of a joint effort but i'd say uh bobby jackson it has a big big part in that uh Brittany quintana her wrestling name's paradise she has a huge part in that um derek Janetti. Uh, I know I'm going to forget people too. Martin Casals helped me out a lot and he didn't really help me so much at the training center, but more on the road. I was very fortunate to be traveling with him and Vig and Dallas Murdoch and Bronson a lot when I first started. Same with Adam, Adam Reyes and, uh, Jeff Orcutt really just took, especially Orcutt really just took me under his wing and helped me out a ton and get me into the business and stuff. Right on. So, with that being said, you dropped Martin Casals' name, a guy that we've had on the podcast before. So, he was actually recovering from some back issues, and he actually had you come be the one that warmed him back up to get back into the ring. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah, I was warming him up, getting him back into things. Um, Once my ring gets here, we were actually already talking about him coming down or me taking the ring up there to train with him again trying to get him back in the swing of things and make sure his back's okay, man. Yeah, for sure. So um, how's it, how's it been there at UCW as far like as, as your progression? Uh, Has it been slow? Is that the main promotion? And we bring it up because obviously you're their heavyweight champion. So uh, you're an integral part there, but how has the progress been there? And is that your, your mainstay? Yeah, as for Utah wrestling, that's my mainstay. Um, I honestly can't imagine wrestling anywhere else, and that's not a slight to devotion at all because what those guys do is cool, and it's 
awesome. Like, more credit to them. The more wrestling we have in Utah, the better, you know, because Utah wrestling is really not a very known thing. But as far as, like, the progression in UCW, I feel like I progress about how I should, you know. I started in No More Heroes with Adam and Orcutt and Blake Grayson. And then from there, I kind of left, and I felt like I was ready to do singles, like I truly did. But then I ended up doing the Brother Smith with Bronson, which was a ton of fun, and I'm very grateful for because, dude, I would not have been freaking ready for singles wrestling at that time. I would have just got lost in the lower mid card and not known what to really do with myself. Working with Bronson helped me out a crap ton. And then just moving up after Bronson decided that he wanted to take a break for a little while. And so he really put me over big time in the two matches that we had and kind of helped just skyrocket my singles run there. And from like, from the time me and Bronson did the, we did an unsanctioned match at the anniversary show. I think it was the 17th anniversary that we did that. And from there on, dude, it was just a skyrocket of like good match after good match after good match after like good opponent. And just working my way up to that belt, dude. Because that was my goal. It was something I didn't know if I was going to be able to achieve there. Because I'm really, I'm not that big of a guy, you know. But, yeah, it was, that was my goal is to get that belt. That's awesome. Nice. So so now you got it. One of the dudes I've seen, you, you've had, I'd say the last year or so, you've had quite a few uh, matches and encounters with. And it seems like you guys always put on a good show is Mr. D. Oh, dude. Mr. D is freaking phenomenal. And he's, and he's he's jacked. He looks built like like a professional wrestler, you know. Like I don't know how long he's been in the business, but you guys seem to to complement each other pretty good, you know. He is actually a UCW original, so he was there for I believe the very first show they ever did. Wow. And it, it like back in 2002? Yeah. Jesus. He doesn't look that old. <laughs> no, he doesn't. I think he's in his 30s. I don't think he's that old at all. Ah. Oh, that's that's interesting. So so is there anywhere else that you do you travel out much or you know I, I know you got you got a a job and everything so that might not be feasible but do you do anything any other promotions? Dude, I have very strategically and specifically made sure every job I have I don't have to work any weekends whatsoever so I can travel. Um I do Cascade Wrestling in Washington. I've done Northwest Pro in Washington. Uh, I've done, tw- oh, what is it called? I'm going to, they're going to be so mad when they hear this now. Um, I've done BVW in Vegas. Uh, I've done a promotion out of California. It's in 29 Palms. For some reason, I can't freaking remember the name to the promotion because I always just call it 29 Palms. But, uh, yeah, I get around quite a bit. I've done a little in Arizona. I wrestled in Hawaii, which was really freaking cool. So, wow, that's nice. So you've even came into our neck of the woods here in Idaho, where I'm assuming you were a part of the Stampede series with the Idaho Wrestle Club. Oh yeah, Wrestle Club. That's when I forgot. I actually wasn't a part of the Stampede series. I just barely coming out came out there, probably four months ago. And I was supposed to my first show with them was supposed to be in November. But I got a really bad concussion in November. So ended up doing their January show. And then I just did one of their shows for like, uh, it was at like a kid's event, which was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, yeah we, we just had Garibay on and he kind of 
talked us into inner workings of Idaho wrestling, which we had no idea about and kind of makes sense how they do the things they do. Um, I assume Utah wrestling is different because, you know, before devotion, there was war and now there's devotion. There's always been UCW. Um, so, uh, do you plan on doing anything else with your ring other than training? Um, as of right now, no, not that I can really think of. I know I'm going to be having people over there to train, and if some stuff gets filmed, some stuff gets filmed, it'll get released on YouTube, but it won't be under any, like, promotion name or anything like that. It'll just be me and my buddies having a good time, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, we talked about, I, I think it was off air about how you got a ring on the way, um to your house so you can continue training during this pandemic yep you're right so that that's a that's a lot of dedication as as we mentioned earlier as well Mm -hmm. and honestly man it wasn't like looking at it and talking to a lot of my friends like for a lot of us wrestling's the main social thing we do you know like it's not just like, for me, it's something I want to pursue as a career, yes, but for some people, it's not. For some people, that's the only way they get their social interaction with their friends, and I know a lot of people are kind of depressed and sad right now and missing wrestling like crazy. So I thought to myself, well, how can I help cure that? You know, how can I make this a little bit better, make the shitty situation a little bit better? And, uh, yeah, getting the rings the thing I really came up with. Right now, I live in a one-bedroom apartment, so... Luckily enough, my parents have a pretty big uh, house with a pretty nice garage, so they're letting us put it up in there. So it's going to be pretty awesome. I'm so I've been waiting for like four and a half weeks now since I've ordered it, so I'm so tired of waiting. I'm just ready for it to get here. <laughs> <laughs> so um, with UCW, I, I believe I seen that they were out of the, the building they'd been in for a while, and then this pandemic hit. And so I assume any any chance of maybe getting a new building or venturing out a little bit got put on hold. And I don't know how much uh, you're aware or can talk about, but what are some of the plans um, where you're the champion and, and, and the promotion that maybe got put on hold or events or anything like that? I know the main plan is to keep doing events. Um, I know they were looking at some buildings um one that was really sweet uh yeah i don't know how much i can really say but uh i know for sure ucw isn't going anywhere i know it's sticking around um it's i feel like it's always going to be around and if it's not steve running it somebody else from ucw will buy the rights or something and keep it going because dude like ucw is just a home i've been in a lot of locker rooms and nothing kind of compares to that family atmosphere that's at UCW. Uh, as far as me and their champion, I don't really, since everything's on hold, I don't really know what's next, man. Like, I can tell you who I'd want to work with, who I haven't worked with yet, but everything's kind of just been on hold. Is yeah. there any rumblings about uh, when it might return or anything like that? They haven't kept you guys in the loop? Uh, I've been in the loop a little bit. I don't know how much other people have been kept in. Um, but as far as returning, I know we're looking to return as soon as this stuff's over, but we want to be as safe and as smart about it as possible. Yeah. Right on. 
So we don't, who, be, we don't want to be the guys that let people in and then 25 people get sick. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. yeah, that that would suck. I mean, wrestling already gets a bad rap. You don't you don't want to get that. Um, so who who are some of the people that uh, you are looking forward to working with? Uh, Bobby Jackson. I haven't had a singles match with Bobby Jackson yet. And that's somebody that we've interacted in tag matches a lot, but we've never gone one-on-one in a single. So I really, really look forward to doing that. Um, Marty Daniels is another one that I'd really like to wrestle. Um, I've never wrestled her in any way, shape, or form. So I think that'd be pretty cool for me. Uh, just as far as like UCW guys go, like if you're talking fantasy booking, I can go on forever. But uh, uh, Christian Connors, I don't think I've ever wrestled him in a singles match. There's a lot of there's a lot of talented people at UCW. That's awesome. So, with that being said, um, so was there anybody outside of UCW Zero like? maybe in Arizona has there been any talks to maybe start doing some championship wrestling from Arizona any of that because you guys are already UCW is still a part of the United Wrestling Network right yeah I believe so so all those are in that same realm underneath that Dave Marquez banner so do they do they contact you guys to go down there or Um, I mean to do TV I have personally never been contacted to go down there um, I know I want to. I'm friends with people that go down there. I have Richie Slade is another one that I just we, I wrestled him once at UCW and I absolutely love working him. I know he works the championship wrestling from Hollywood and Arizona. Yeah. And so he's been trying to get me down and in there. And then I think Ricky Mandel works both of those as well. And he's another guy that's been trying to get me in there. Right on. So um, how did uh? your journey to the title come about because we we kind of talked about it you know you are the champion as we can see from that awesome t-shirt that we want to touch on here in a little bit but um how did that come about were you surprised was it a long time coming talk us through that um definitely very surprised when i got told like this is the direction we're going um like i said i'm really not the biggest guy but i like to think i work really freaking hard man like everybody thinks they work hard but i i know i work hard for wrestling and for this craft you know um but as far as my journey to get in there it was it was pretty crazy it started after me and bronson broke up um as a team and then we had a had a hellacious uh unsanctioned match at the anniversary show and then from there it skyrocketed man like I was just very, very blessed to be put in with people that could work with me and work with my style. And being able to have good matches with everybody is something I kind of pride myself on. Man, it just built and built. And by the time the Rocky Mountain Rumble came along, we kind of knew what the plan was as far as getting me to the belt, knew what the map was. So I entered the Rocky Mountain Rumble first. And was in there, I want to say, for 65 minutes, 66 minutes, something like that, before I got eliminated by Mr. D. And then he went on to win the title the next month, and I had to battle my way up to get 
into the title pitcher. And we had, me and Mr. D had a hellacious match the month before the, before the cage show. And then the cage show was something else, man. Like, it's always the biggest show that we do. And uh, to be told that you're winning the top belt in Utah, in my opinion, at the biggest show of Utah wrestling that we do, in the main event, inside a cage with six of the best wrestlers that we have and six of the best wrestlers in Utah, period. Man, it was such an honor. Like, And winning that belt and chasing down that belt is something that I've wanted since I started at UCW. If you're not aiming to be the champion of wherever you're at, there's no point in being there. And, uh, yeah, after I won that match, dude, I literally, like, was in tears because I was just so happy. And then... If you watch the video, it's on YouTube, but if you watch the video afterwards, my whole family came into the ring, which was really cool. Um, and then Bronson ended up coming back and coming into the ring, which was really awesome. It was just such a great moment, and the crowd was so into it. Yeah, that's awesome. Great. When did you have that merch made? So for those of you just listening to us on audio, um, Trey's got some sweet ass merch. It uh, says UCW Zero Heavyweight Champion, and it's uh, like a silhouette uh, in gold of him holding up a title. And yeah. then at the bottom it says the Human Highlight Reel, Mister Match of the Night, Trey Matthews. It looks legit. Yeah, man. It's, yeah. My wife freaking designs all my merch, so I'm very lucky in that aspect. So and that hat too. That oh that yeah, that's dope. Yeah, the hats uh, for anybody watching on video. So, did you have any of this out before the pandemic hit, or has this been since? This is new merch that I got right before the pandemic, so I was pretty pissed off. But uh, <laughs> I've actually had a. I go through shirts like crazy, dude. I'm very lucky uh, how fast I sell shirts. So. I have other ones that say like human highlight reel and then it's silhouettes of me doing different like wrestling maneuvers across the middle. So um, how, uh, how can people get your merch now that, you know, I assume you would sell them at shows and without there being any shows for, you know, last two, three months. And it, it looks like a little bit going forward. How can, uh, they get some of that merch? Yeah. So right now, um, if you want merch, you can just IM me on Facebook um, or Instagram. My Instagram's at Fifty Shades of Trey, and then my Facebook's Trey Ballard. It's spelled T R A I. It's funny. Or you can look up the Trey Matthews fan page, and if you do that, give that a like and a subscribe there. Um, but as of I don't know when this releases, but as of Memorial Day weekend, I will also have a pro wrestling tea store that you can look up under. The human highlight reel Trey Matthews and it'll bring up all my merch that I have. So I'm pretty I'm looking forward to that. It's gonna be pretty sick. So by the time this releases, you will have a pro wrestling tea store and we will plug it because yeah, if, if the rest of your merch is anything like the stuff you're wearing, it's it's uh it's pretty dope. Oh yeah, dude. They do like the company I go through does such a good job for me. It's uh just want to shout them out in case any of my Utah or any wrestling, they'll ship worldwide, but it's a Intermountain T-shirt company, and they do a killer job on shirts, man. I know, like, Andrew Sowell gets his merch made through them, and so does Bronson, and, man, they're just killer. They print on the best shirts. It's awesome. Right on. 
Well, we'll definitely and we'll definitely have to check that out when you get that pro wrestling tease page up and uh, get some merch ordered. So, um, going back to like UCW, so with it being during this pandemic, um, what is what is one thing that you guys could be doing now uh, to keep the fans? the fans enthralled, uh, keep them engaged and until they can actually come see a live show. Man, I wish like, and this is just kind of an idea I just had when you asked me this question. I don't know why I haven't brought it up sooner to people in charge, but I wish we would do some interviews like this, man, and just post them on our YouTube and our pages. Like just anything to get the fans remembering that we're there, you know? Um, I know we just uploaded a crap ton of new stuff to the UCW youtube page so that's dope we have all of the 2019 and i think the 2020 shows that we did are up on there um yeah i think just stuff like interviews you know anything like that q a's with fans on social media um hell maybe even film a cinematic match or something i don't know i don't care i'm down for anything you know right on Right on. Uh, so with that, um, a lot of YouTube content. Um, so do you have your own personal YouTube page? Yeah. That you put your stuff up on? Yeah, I do. It's uh, Trey Matthews is my YouTube page. You can search for me there. I need to get it updated, though. I only have like five or six batches um, on there before because UCW just kind of loads everything in a big chunk. So they'll just load a whole show. And so... It's sometimes hard to uh, isolate your match, but luckily I've made really good friends with both of our uh, production guys that we have, so they've always been able to isolate for me, and then they throw my stuff up on YouTube. So I have five or six matches up there right now, but I'm looking to get more in the future, and you can bet your asses when that uh, ring gets here, there's going to be a lot of content getting uploaded to YouTube and Instagram. That's good. That's awesome. So as we get ready to to wrap up, Trey, like what are um, some goals you have for for when uh, this all ends? You know, when you actually get to be back in front of a crowd defending that championship, what are some goals maybe for the end of 2020 and early 2021? Uh, My goal is to hold on to this UCW title for as long as I can. Um, I want to be the longest reigning UCW heavyweight champion ever. That's my biggest goal as of right now as far as Utah wrestling goes is that's what I want. I want to be the longest reigning. And right now I'm at seven months, but it's kind of crappy because I haven't been able to defend it that much. Uh, I got my concussion the month after I won it. So I was out for a show and then I defended it once in a two out of three falls match, which y'all should check out. That's a damn good match. Um, and then on our last show in our building, we did a big six-man to get everybody that deserved to be in that match in that main event that was, like, <coughs> worked their asses off in that venue. So my goal is definitely to uh, defend that belt more. Um, as far as outside Utah, I hopefully got some stuff brewing already. I've been pretty proactive about getting with bookers and stuff. Maybe some cool – there's – if something works out the way I want it to, there's going to be a really cool thing out in California. So 
hoping for the best there. Nice. Yeah, it's 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 kind of shitty because you know we we've uh, come in contact with a lot of independent wrestlers from Vegas, California. Um, you know, we're in touch with a lot of the Devotion guys too, and and they they had a lot of cool stuff coming up, you know, and and it's all been put on hold. And then when things do get going again, it's going to be different, you know. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, the fans are still there. Uh, the interaction is going to have to be different for the safety of the wrestlers and the fans. And then that's kind of shitty because it'll take away from what pro wrestling is, right? Like, oh, man, Honestly, man, I don't – like I understand this is a sickness and the pandemic and stuff like that. But once we're cleared to be in there, there's going to be no holding me back. It's going to be open hand high fives, hugs all around. It doesn't matter, man. Like once we're able to get back in there with the fans, dude, it's going to be – off the chart. You know how much I miss that feeling, that adrenaline rushing through my veins when people are chanting my name? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're throwing streamers at me when I'm up on the top rope. It's been nuts, dude. Like, I'm going stir crazy sitting inside my one-bedroom apartment. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I get it. And I'm, gl- I'm glad you share that sentiment because I feel like a lot of a lot of other performers uh, wouldn't or, or won't. And um, – understandable you know given given what's what's going on but uh uh that is one of the the big aspects of it like uh i took i took my kids to a, a dcw show uh last year and you Which know uh, was it? uh it was uh halloween bash okay cool. and and manny won the title and uh my kid takes a picture with him and manny gives him his lemon you know he's carrying around the lemon and he gives him his lemon and he's so proud of this damn lemon. Like we go, we go home, and he's showing his mom, and I'm just like, dude, just get rid of that thing. It's all mushy, and <laughs> you know. But but like, it's it, it's stuff like that that's you know cool. Like seeing like, that on my kid's face. It's a damn lemon. Throw it away. We'll get you a new one. You won't even know. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's that's my big thing is little kids and like any any type of person with a disability or special needs. Man, I got a really really big soft spot in my heart for that i worked with adults with special needs for a really long time so shit i probably give out as much free merch as i sell to people like with special needs and kids or like especially young kids that it's their first show man you're gonna you maybe you're not gonna remember any of the matches from your first show but you know what you are gonna remember the guy that gave you a hat you know what i mean or the guy that gave you a Mm -hmm. t-shirt or an eight by ten or anything like that you're gonna remember stuff like that that's what keeps people coming back to your shows and that's what builds up a, a fan base and a revenue. And you know what I mean? There's like so much stuff that goes into it. It's crazy. Yes. Good yeah. sentiment. Yes. So Trey, as, as we, as we get ready to end this, uh, uh, please let everybody know how they can get a hold of you. I know you mentioned it earlier, but just go ahead and plug all your pages and uh, how they can get uh, in contact with you either for bookings or to get some of that merch. Yeah, man, absolutely. So my Instagram is at 50 Shades of Trey M, um, which I love that. That's a T-shirt of mine, too. It's a 50 Shades of Trey shirt, and it looks just like the movie poster. It's a freaking work of art. But uh, <laughs> um, So that's my Instagram. Facebook is Trey Matthews. Um, that's my fan page. Or, I, dude, I add anybody. So just hit me up at Trey Ballard, T-R-A-I. B-A-L-L-A-R-D. Um, YouTube, Trey Matthews. 
<coughs> Twitter is at Fifty Shades of Trey M, and then my Pro Wrestling T link will be up in my all my social media platforms all over the place. Right nice. And honestly, dude. If, oh, and for my bookings, it's uh, at Trey Matthews or Trey Matthews Bookings at Gmail dot com. And dude, if any of you fans want to message me, talk, I am me, man. DM me. I hit anybody back up, and I'll reply fast. I, I can so, attest to that. I, love I can fan attest to that. So. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, you guys for... were probably sick of my ass. I kept messaging you. Oh, no, no, you're no, good, man. That's good. We were so, excited. So everybody who sat through this episode, I just want to put something out there. Uh, by Trey's own admission, this is his first podcast, which we're honored to have him. And I'd say you, you, pretty solid interview, man. So besides congrats. all the <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, we'll get rid of some of that. Don't worry about right. it. So uh, you know, thank you for reaching out. We appreciate you. We we appreciate having you back on or having you on, and when things start ramping up, you know, let us know so we can let our following know and, and people can go out there and see some, some good wrestling. Absolutely. Can I mention just one more thing before we sign off? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Cool, man. There's one person that I really forgot to kind of mention that's helped me out a lot. And that's a uh, Mike Cassidy or Cassidy is his wrestling name. And man, he has helped me out a ton with the, the little things like other people have taught me moves and, you know, got in my head to do crazy ass stuff. But Mike Cassidy has really broke down the little things of why I do this when I do it. And same with Mr. D. And uh, yeah, honestly, also, I want to be doing what I'm doing without my parents' support. You know what I mean? Like, my parents have always been so supportive of any any crazy idea I've had. Like, when I got my concussion in November, my head was split open. I was bleeding on the floor. My freaking mom sat in the hospital with blood-soaked pants all night. Man, it's just, you got to, like, everything is so fast in life. So sometimes you just got to take the second to sit back and appreciate what you really have. And, man, I appreciate everything I've been able to do so far in wrestling. And I'm so appreciative that it's not even close to the end of what I'm going to do in wrestling. Yeah, no, you're you're young man, and you know you're already UCW zero heavyweight champion, and and uh, like you said, you know hopefully you get a go out and defend that here soon, and maybe we'll see you on national television here shortly as well. Hopefully, if everything works out nice, maybe national television or you know Hulu, maybe. There you go. Something. So again, thank you for coming on. Uh, stay champion. Stay unprofessional. Thanks for having me, guys. That was the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. Did you like it? Tell a friend. Give them a like. Give them a subscribe. And come back next time. We'll see you here for the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast.